to World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason, and to the last new OMN Coffee Shop Conversation of 2017. I'm Tom D'Antoni. We'll be running a couple of our best podcasts of the year for the next two weeks. A great year of Coffee Shop Conversation winds up with Don Lukoff, Executive Artistic Director of the Portland Jazz Festival, which will be happening all over Portland from Thursday, February 15th through Sunday, February 25th. Appearing will be a whole lot of literally the greatest jazz musicians in the world. Don is going to tell us about each one. OMN will be a media sponsor and once again be podcasting all the jazz conversations. Are you ready to hear about every performer? <laughs> Meet Don Lukoff. Don, welcome to the cupping room right here at Northwest 18th and Gleason at World Cup Coffee and Tea. Glad to have you here. Thank you, John, and certainly world-class coffee. It's great. The world-class yeah. program. I know. You're, you're in here a lot. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you have a history about coming in this place, don't you? I do. When I first came to Portland, I'd stay right across the street at the youth hostel. <laughs> great location. <laughs> How were the accommodations? I can't complain. You know, if you want to save a few bucks, it's a dormitory. But if you want to splurge, you get your own room. A lot cheaper than Airbnb. And, yeah. And a good breakfast. Yeah. And, you know, right across the street from world-class coffee at 10% <laughs> off if you got your youth hostel card. That's good. Well, that was back in, what, 2008? Eight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was that your first year? Yeah, with I, the came, festival? I came here in 2008 in that transition year uh -huh. when the festival had been closed for about six or eight months. Yeah. And then Alaska Airlines stepped in to infuse the festival with a title sponsorship. Yeah. So, yes, my first festival was 2009, and that was yeah. the, the year that Blue Note Records was honored for uh, 70th mm -hmm. anniversary, top to bottom. Mm -hmm. The festival was programmed as a Blue Note retrospective, only one of two jazz festivals in North America, other than Montre Montreal was the other one, uh -huh. that had that kind of honor wow. in 2009. And then in 2014, we did about a half a dozen shows honoring Blue Note at 75. Uh -huh. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 2009, that's when, uh, that's when Oregon Music News came into existence. And oh, nine. I remember okay. being at that, press, at that media conference when you announced the, uh, the Alaska Airlines thing. Uh -huh. that was, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Excellent. That was, those were some interesting times. They were indeed. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, and so this is the, how many of these have we had so far? This is what? This is the 15th, 15th year. 15th? Yeah, this is the 15th year. The wow. festival started in 2004. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. I mean, 4 plus 14 equals 18, but it's actually the 15th year. Yeah, gotcha. Consecutively. Huh. All right. So, how, how have you seen it evolve? How do you, you know, what, what is, what's your view of how the festival has evolved over these years? Well, it's evolved in a few ways. The festival uh, is, first of all, it's 11 days consistently for the last number of years. Yeah. It started off as a long weekend festival. It expanded, went back to a long weekend. But it's really now ensconced as an 11-day celebration. And I believe that it's evolved because of the dynamics of venues have changed. Uh -huh. We're now all over the city. The festival used to be 
focused primarily downtown because it was a culture. It still is a cultural tourism initiative to celebrate Black History Month. But in the early years, as you know, it was primarily held in ballrooms yeah. or at the Performing Arts Center at P5. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now we're, we're so lucky here in Portland to have Revolution Hall. Right. You know, we're a classic piano. We're at Mississippi Studios. So there's a really strong focus on East Side programming now because uh-huh. our audience is very expansive and we have a large East Side audience. Yeah. So we're not just programming, catering to a tourism audience coming from Seattle or the Bay Area or L.A. to stay mm-hmm. downtown in a hotel. That's certainly part of it, but that's not the dominant theme. Mm-hmm. And you're not um, tackling broad musical themes anymore. Not in the scale of yeah. our founder, Bill Royston. Right. I mean, he was right. very curatorially minded. Now, granted, last year we looked at Dizzy and we mm-hmm. looked at Monk tied to 100-year anniversaries. And this year we're going to do a couple of things tied to uh, vocalese mm-hmm. in celebrating Eddie Jefferson, Al Jarreau, and John Hendricks. So yeah. what we've done is we'll do a few shows, but not to the point where it overtakes the festival. Now, there was, was one year in particular in 2015 where we recognized, uh, I'm sorry, 2016, where we recognized John Coltrane at 90, and that was a Top to bottom, John Coltrane Festival. Yeah. So I don't yeah. want to say never say never. We may do that for Miles Davis at his hundredth <laughs> birthday, but let's just say this is a sweet spot for us to uh-huh. just look at a few a few shows and really dial it in, but then keep the rest of the programming very well balanced and mm-hmm. expansive, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and really trying to focus on artists who haven't been here before where we can, mm-hmm. um, and really having that balance of emerging, established, and legacy artists, everybody mm-hmm. from, say, Ben Allison to Abdul Ibrahim. Yeah. N- neither yeah. one of those artists have played on the festival before. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, that's great. Um, uh, so I, when, when was the, I see I have the schedule in front of me. Thank you very much for giving that, handing it to me, although I did, have a, I did print it out from the web. Um, when was this locked in? How, how, long, how, how long have you had this locked in? My internal clock shoots for Labor Day to really, really have my I's dotted and T's crossed. Uh-huh. But, you know, we had a couple of, of hiccups uh, that were beyond our control. For example, um, Hugh Masekela, uh-huh. who all along was scheduled to play with Ikaya. Well, we learned that he had some surgery scheduled and he had been previously ill. He had a tour canceled uh, earlier in the year. So there was a bit of a scramble to replace him with another trumpeter. Uh-huh. Um, so we're still waiting to see who that trumpeter will be. Oh, really? But wow. it doesn't mean that Abdul Ibrahim and Ikai aren't coming. It just means that it's not with Hugh Masekela. Yeah. yeah. So the, those <laughs> kinds of things happen. But as far as having every, the, the artist, the main artist locked in, it's usually around by Labor Day. Yeah. But the, the heavy lifting really occurs in the summertime. Yeah. When yeah. everybody's at the beach or, yeah. you know, up in the mountains. I'm working pretty diligently yeah. getting this thing locked in. But, you know, we're year-round now, so I, right. it's, it's constant. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm right now, I'm done with the spring. All really? my programming is done for the spring. Wow. I'm starting to program for the summer. We have a, a five-week summer series at Lansu Garden mm-hmm. that we started last year, which now takes us to year-round, uh, 10 months a year of programs. Mm-hmm. And I'm just starting to put some artists together for the fall. So mm-hmm. I have to work further ahead now. Wow. Um, but 
in February. In February. There's always a chance that there's going to be a snowstorm. But you know, in New York, yes, we've and had somebody a couple, can't get out. We've had a couple of close calls, you know, with Billy Childs, and where the, he got here late, and the Mingus Dynasty Band, Mingus Big Band in Big 2010. Band. But yes. God bless Sue Mingus; she got them yes. from LaGuardia over to Newark, right, and got them out, <laughs> and they landed like right on top of curtain. Uh, I, I I remember I, I had I had uh, Shira in here, who dialed them in without a sound check, <laughs> and um, uh, and of course I remember that day. I was scheduled to do a jazz conversation with some of those people. And we go, well, well, let's see. Who do I know that may have played with Mingus? I think, I think we called Friesen, uh, who knew Mingus, and uh, Sam Howard, who was a bass player. And you were part of that. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Just make some phone calls and make something happen here because we get people coming. <laughs> I don't remember in my tenure uh, of any other instances of, of – I mean, I remember the Don Byron show. There was an ice storm. Yeah. But the show actually still happened. <laughs> and we had, unfortunately, a low turnout. That was a Newmark show. Oh, um, yeah. And, you know, we've had situations where Robbie Coltrane dislocated his shoulder. And mm-hmm. on four days' notice, Jack DeJeanette called us, right, the weekend, like the Friday before the, the show, and said, I got bad news. Uh do you want to cancel the show? I said, no, 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 no. We're sold out. <laughs> okay, well, I think Don Byron can replace Robbie Coltrane. Oh, wow. You know, and <laughs> <laughs> so that was a bit of a, you know, a, a touch and go one. But, yeah. um, you know, this is part of sh- the way it goes. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Do, do you enjoy the time when the festival is, is running? Yes, I do, because it gives me an opportunity to, to reconnect with a lot of people I don't see a lot, artists who come into town. and it, The only thing that, I'm, that disappoints me is I'm, I'm still a fan at heart. I can't yeah. sit in the audience and watch a show. Yeah. That, that doesn't happen yeah. very often. Now, the other night at the John McLaughlin show, uh-huh. I actually sat in the audience and watched John McLaughlin's entire set. Wow. And then the, the third set of the Mahavishnu Convergence with Jimmy Herring. Right. Um, until I was called away in the middle of that that I had to go settle, you know, <laughs> and go through... <laughs> Eleven thirty at night. They played for three and a half hours. I heard. Man. I heard. I was talking to Terry Courier about that. Unbelievable. Yeah. It was really a throwback show. Old yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it reminded me of the early days. I saw McLaughlin in seventy three. Well, you were yeah. saying you I saw Mob when I saw them in seventy three yeah. with Santana. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him in seventy two and uh in baltimore and and uh, they opened for dr hook and the medicine show which was <laughs> how could that have done you've done this how could that show have been booked how did that show happen <laughs> you, any clue about it? it was just some the guy was booking and just didn't know what what, what it was oh Mahavishnu, yeah, miles Dave. oh sure uh yeah, rock it's rock it's rock it's jazz rock you know he, like he ne- probably never heard the record probably not <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> we're gonna miss McLaughlin. You know, he's been on a durable touring, yeah. yeah. You know, artist for so many years, right? You never know. You never know. Never know. Well, he lives in Monaco. I mean, it's yeah. gonna be hard to kind of ex- yeah. extricate himself from a nice life in Monaco to go out and tour again, right? I understand. You never know. You, could you never get know. Two, three years, he could get the, could get an itch. It's true. I mean, I heard that Ahmad Jamal had. We got him here just before he retired. Yeah, he retired, but. Yeah. You know, occasionally you see him playing at Marciac and, you yeah. know, a, a special situation, right. a deep pocket event, probably. Right. Yeah. Did you see that piece on Sonny Rollins? 
Where? There's a story, I forget where it was, but it was about the fact that he's, he, he's, he doesn't play anymore. I didn't see the piece. Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, and, but he'll pick, up, he'll pick up the sax and finger, but he can't blow. And it was, it was sad, but it was, he, was, he was just as feisty and, and, um, you know, uh, as, as ever about it. Wow, you know? he couldn't blow, you see. Yeah. I had heard that Sonny was going to step away because he had really bad, you know, arthritis yeah. and he, he was in a lot of pain a yeah. lot. Yeah. But I didn't hear about anything that had to do yeah. with his embouchure yeah. or... You know, wind capacity. Yeah, I remember. I remember when he played here. When he played the festival here, that was quite amazing. Yeah, yeah. And well, the, and he also played in the Schnitz. Yeah. After it was it was off season. It yeah. was a fall of huh. what was it? Oh eight, maybe. Yeah, uh, a long time ago. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Um, yeah, that was great. Yeah. Well, look, let's. I I thought we would do what the same thing uh, that uh, I did with Peter Damon from the Waterfront Blues Festival, and I we, we wasn't planned that way, you know. It was just like, well, let's talk about who's going to be at the festival, and he just went down the list, and just you know, because not everybody knows everybody on this list. Okay, fair you enough. Know? And it was the same thing with, with with the Blues Festival. There were people that that uh, that, uh, that were were household names. And there were some who were household names to some people and totally unknown to others. So let's just start. You, well, I think everybody knows who Art Abrams is. <laughs> right. This has become a tradition for the last half dozen years or so to yeah. honor a Portland yeah. jazz master. And we've had, you know, Nancy King and uh-huh. Mel Brown and yeah. the band Oregon. And it's, it's, uh-huh. been, it's been really a nice program. And, of course, Art, we featured him twice in the last six years yeah. doing the Kenton program. Mm-hmm. In this neighborhood, actually, over in Goose Hollow. Mm-hmm. And then we had the Sinatra program with him and Kurt Elling. So this program, West Coasting, the, I, I came up with the title because Art spent his formative years in Los Angeles. Yeah. And he yeah. was influenced by going to hear a lot of great music at Billy Berg's and a lot of the various venues at the time. So I decided to ring up a couple of L.A. icons which is Barbara Morrison yeah. and Ernie Andrews. That's amazing. He's going to be 90 on Christmas Day. Wow. How about that? Jeez. I don't, has Ernie ever been here to Portland? I asked I, him. I, he couldn't I, remember. I don't, I don't remember either. Yeah, but it's kind of like when, remember, we had Gerald Wilson here. He said, man, I yeah, haven't I played here since 47 <laughs> with, the Fled, with the Count Basie band. I that, was second trumpet. That jazz conversation was one of my favorites because it was him. And Mel Brown and uh, um, oh, uh, I forget. Uh, Thera Memory, I believe, Thera was memory. one of them. Yeah, you know, that's and, right. And, was uh, it Sweet Baby James? Sweet Baby James. Yeah, yes. right yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you're, you're going to kick it off at Revolution Hall. Revolution Hall. You know, on, we're doing eight shows at Revolution on 15th. Hall. This that's year. great. Yeah, we're really stepping it up there. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard Jim Brunberg's podcast with his two girls? No, I have to check it's it out. Fabulous. He they go all over the country, and it's a teaching experience. I mean, learning experience for the girls, and they ask all the questions. Okay. They had, I, w- I was on it, and it was, yeah, anyway, Brunberg yeah. something. Okay. <laughs> okay, so what else we got that, that, uh, that day? Well, we have the Portland Jazz Composers Ensemble. Ah, yeah. You know, and oh, yeah. That, that's, that's become a really important component, part of the, the fabric of, of the jazz scene here in Portland. Absolutely. So we're basically, we've been partnering with them the last few years uh-huh. um, with them on the festival. We've had... 
primarily shows at the Mission Theater. Uh-huh. So this year we're going to move to the old church. And this is a collaboration that they received um, grant funds from, from the Oregon Cultural Trust. Mm-hmm. So we're going to work with them on this program. And Edna Vasquez is on that, that yes, show. Yes, Edna That's Vasquez, great. right. Yeah, yeah. I have, I've had uh, Ryan Marr and Dietrich in here and Durkin. <laughs> they have some interesting guys and character. I've, I've had Mika, and, oh. you know, and uh, there's, there's some interesting personalities involved in that project. <laughs> there sure are. And, you know, I miss Andrew Oliver. He was really yeah. a driving force yeah. well, in the yeah. earlier years. And, yeah. you know, Andrew, he comes back from London every now and then and yeah. settles in. And we've had, we had him on the festival last year with right. Bridgetown. Right. Um, but, yeah, and then we moved to um, Scott Amendola. Yeah. Uh, who we haven't presented before. Very no. important musician as part of the, the jam band scene. And Absolutely. He's played here in different situations with Jeff Parker from Tortoise, but yeah. this will be his trio. And uh, using Mississippi Studios, we're really looking forward to that. It's a great listening room, mm-hmm. and we haven't done a show there since we had Kneebody there off-season about four years ago. Wow. So this is a yeah. good one for us. And that's only Thursday. That's only Thursday, opening night. Friday? Oh, my God. Friday night, you know, Kurt Elling, he's like a comfortable pair of shoes, you know, never wears out his welcome here, right? right? I mean, people love him. He was featured with Nancy King way back in the day, I think, 07 or 08. Mm -hmm. Um, And Nancy's going to be on this program as a special guest Uh honoring John Hendricks along with uh, Michelle Hendricks, who's coming in from Paris. Wow. John's daughter to be on the show. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. and we're also going to work with the uh, PSU vocal choir, Sherry mm-hmm. Alvis, who mm-hmm. came up from Western Oregon University, who's now head of the vocal program there, is assembling her choir to do two songs with this and with the Kurt mm-hmm. and the rhythm section, which will be led by Randy Porter. Whoa. So this really satisfies a mission of ours of converging national artists, recognized national artists with local artists yeah. in, in projects. Yeah. Why? Yeah. But that's and that's at Revolution Hall. That's interesting. That's also going to be at Revolution Hall. Ah, ah, ah. Then we move to David Sanchez. Aha. Uh-huh. Who's a fabulous tenor saxophonist? He's, yeah. he's kind of the Puerto Rican John Coltrane. <laughs> you know, if you listen to some of his earlier albums, like yeah. Departure, for example, he had a run of about seven records for Columbia back in the 90s that are just fabulous. So he's uh-huh. been kind of under the radar and off the scene writing a lot of music. And uh-huh. so this is a new ensemble that he's bringing in that. I haven't heard yet, but the opportunity to, to bring him in and route it with a, an engagement that he's doing in Spokane mm-hmm. at the university there mm-hmm. is, is, was, too, was too alluring for us to pass up this opportunity yeah. to have him here. Yeah. Huh. So that takes us through the first two nights of the festival. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Saturday night, mm-hmm. uh, Luciana Salsa, she played mm-hmm. here in 2010. I know. That's that, when I learned to pronounce her name. Okay. Did I do it? Did I just... I th- You're asking me? <laughs> I was corrected back then to pronounce it salsa, and I'm, I'm, I'm hope, I hope we are continuing to pronounce it right. Somebody said <laughs> Sousa, and then they were correct. They said, no, it's, yeah. she's not related to John Philip no. Sousa. <laughs> but so she played last in 2010 in the Hilton Ballroom. Wow. And sold it out. That was the last time we did a show in the ballroom. Yeah. And as you know, you, you see that she's paired with the Dave King trio. Yeah. Uh, now, that, know, may be a, that may be a band that people are not aware of. 
Well, they're familiar with Dave through his work with the Bad Plus. But yeah, yeah as far yeah. as, and, and you know, he works with Happy Apple out of Minneapolis. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. This is a, a new trio, acoustic, with Bill Carruthers on piano and Scott Colley. And you're right. It's, Scott Colley, huh? Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to surprise some people. Um, and I think people are going to be really happy with what they're going to hear. Uh, and as you see, we've paired these two bands, and we do a lot of that throughout the festival. It's kind mm-hmm. of a throwback, old school of double bills. Yeah, it's not. I something... noticed that this year. Well, we do it. We've done it every year. It's something that I've really made a concerted effort to do a little bit more this year. Mm-hmm. It's really value added for people, and it Absolutely. brings musicians together in a way that uh, that they may have not experienced before and sometimes we'll have some collaborations uh-huh. at the end and mm-hmm. you just never know i mean when we had lou donaldson and christian mcbride people we got a lot of great feedback and that uh-huh. kind of set the tone we had kenny Barron and pat martino mm-hmm. so i really uh, in 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 honor of of some of the presenters before me george ween norman grands mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Jackson at Monterey, a, a lot of these guys who I look towards who mm-hmm. as, you know, the guys who set the pace here. Yeah. This is something that they did. And I really honor the tradition on this festival with right. a lot of the NEA jazz masters yeah. and the yeah. elder statesmen who come in. Well, it's almost like a twofer. A twofer. Yeah. There you go. Really? That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like going in, in when I was a kid going to the Olympic Auditorium and seeing a battle royale and a tag team match <laughs> on the same bill. <laughs> or going to a doubleheader. <laughs> or a doubleheader. Yeah. Right. Okay. So right. then so then we go to Ben Allison, yeah. another artist that we haven't so you, brought in. And here you're back before. at the mission. We're back in the mission. It's so good to be there. So yeah. we started last year because mm-hmm. we were we weren't in there for about three years yeah. because they went back to first run movies. Mm-hmm. We started there in 2011 for our very first off-season show with Tin Hat Trio. Right. That's what kind of set the whole thing in motion with the year-round programming. I was doing a jazz show, and I believe I had one of those people on the radio oh, really? come in and do an interview, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be in the mission for four shows, and mm-hmm. that's Ben Allison and Think Free. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're just two blocks away from the mission. That's we're right. right down the street. Yeah. 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 And uh, then Julian Lage trio. We had Julian doing a. He was involved in a tribute to Jim Hall program. Yeah. Down at Lewis and Clark College a few years ago. I remember. So this is a, a return for Julian. And then let us see part of the sold out music partnership that mm-hmm. we formed, working with Nicholas and Haytham and those good folks mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the John McLaughlin show and, yeah. and and many others. So every year we invite them to to. Program a couple of artists during our festival, mm-hmm. and we market the shows, and it just kind of rises all boats, if you will. Well, lettuce is funky. Yeah, yeah. we, we want a funky element on the festival. Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. know, we had Thundercat last year at the yeah. Wonder Ballroom. That yeah. was mm-hmm. their booking, and it and was you've a had great Maceo. show. And Maceo, yeah. right? We've had Maceo a few times. You can't have Maceo too many times. I think <laughs> for the, my money. <laughs> I think the one of the very last Crystal Ballroom shows we did. Was Maceo. Was Maceo. And then yeah. we had Bill Frizzell in there on a double yeah. uh, with two different bands. But yeah, with Maceo played mm-hmm. there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, okay, so then we move to Sunday. Sunday. Now, this project, Randy Porter plays Cole Porter. They've been nominated for a Grammy Award. I know. How about that? I know. I'm, uh, I'm going to get uh, Randy in here because you can't get Nancy anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to Cafe Bijou, right, to find yeah. her? You got to go to her house. Her house. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, well, you could find her at the show, I hope. You know, I hope I, so. I'm, well, she doesn't miss gigs. That's the, other, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. That's good. And yeah. then this David David Friesen reunion trio. Yeah, what is that? Who, who's he re- reuniting with? Well, that's Randy Porter. How uh-huh. convenient. He's yeah. opening He's up. There, yeah. And Alan Jones. Ah. Yeah, they played many, many years ago here in Portland as yeah. a working trio. So yeah, this yeah. is a kind of a reimagination of that. And then we move into Regina Carter, who's a fan favorite here. She's played here oh, three yeah. or four times. Yeah. I mean, she's played at the Crystal, I remember, on, uh-huh. I think, the 2010 or 11 festival. Uh, she played at Jimmy Max uh-huh. uh, when she did the, was it the uh, uh, Reverse Thread Project? Mm-hmm. No, I think that was the Crystal Ballroom show. Mm-hmm. But she she's played here a number of times, so this will be a return for her with this new project, Ella Accentuate the Positive. Uh-huh. On a double bill with, with Bill Frizzell and Thomas Morgan. Now, tell the people who Thomas Morgan is, because they may not know. Well, Thomas is is a bass player who has been working in a lot of different contexts with yeah. pretty much a who's who. And mm-hmm. this is an ECM project collaboration. Uh, yes, yes. I haven't seen Thomas Morgan before, so maybe Me you Me neither. No, no, okay. No, that's why I'm asking. Okay. I just, I just couched it so it wouldn't, sound, it wouldn't sound like I was stupid. <laughs> Tell the people. Oh, tell me. <laughs> well, we'll all find out because he's playing with Bill Frizzell. I mean, you know, it's got to be good. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, you know, Bill Frizzell, we've, we've had him off-season during the festival, and it's always yeah. something fresh and new with yeah. Bill Frizzell. He doesn't yeah. live in Seattle anymore. You know, he moved to New York Is that uh, right? in the last six months. Wow. He's in, back in Brooklyn. You know? Huh. Yeah. Wow. I caught up with him two weeks ago. I was in Denver, Colorado. He was inducted into the Colorado Music Hall of Fame. Huh. He went to East High School, which is where Diane... Actually, Diane went to George Washington, but that's yeah. that East High School is where all the great Denver Ron Miles was uh-huh. inducted yeah. that night. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of people don't realize that Bill's from Denver, but just a little known fact. He's, he's from the universe. <laughs> yeah, the universe of Bill Frizzell, he man. He is. He's yeah. definitely that. So we have that, and then Tigran Hamayasan... He's played here a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I think the last time he played here was over at the Michelle's Piano Studio. Mm-hmm. But he has, he's got an ECM out, a record out, right? He does, yeah. but this is not uh, that project. This oh, okay. is something that's going to be a little more funky and edgy and electronic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and as you know, he is a Thelonious Monk competition winner. Yeah. So he's coming in on Monday the 19th. Um, also, Bobby Torres, who yes. we've had many times on the festival with special yeah. guests. <laughs> you know, Bobby has some history with Al Jarreau. And because well, Bobby has some history with everybody. Yes. I had him in here because I sat and watched the, uh, on TCM the four-hour version director's cut of Woodstock, which he is not in because um, the Cocker? one tune that they used from Joe Cocker, he didn't play on. Oh, man. And I just thought... You know, I need to get him in here and just have him talk about Woodstock, right? And the whole experience with Joe, Joe Cocker. Turns out, I, I didn't know he was one of Joe, Joe's big, best friends. Yes, there was he. There was amazing stories, but yeah, everybody loves Bobby. Got to, and he's got stories about Al Jarreau. He never worked in Al's band, but he, apparently, yeah. he made some custom percussion instruments really? for Al. Wow, and that's how they bonded. And he's put together a special ensemble that is going to recast some of Al Jarreau's music. Yeah. So we chose, you know, with John Hendricks, Al Jarreau, 
in Eddie Jefferson, who's really the godfather of, yeah. of pioneer of sure. the vocalese movement. So sure. those are the three vocalists that we're going to look at. And we're using a new venue this year up at the University of Portland at the Buckley Center Auditorium. We've ah. never done a show there, yeah. which we're really happy to uh, work mm-hmm. with. And mm-hmm. the UP Jazz Octet, um, under the direction of Matt Postal, is, is going to play the music of Kenny Wheeler and Norma Winstone. That's, that's amazing. It's in that? I know who they are. Nobody else knows who they are. <laughs> you and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, us. yeah, yeah. Maybe Tim DeRoche. Oh, Tim Probably. definitely does. Yeah, a few yeah, other. Yeah. I remember. I, 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 I met them. They were, they, they were on a gig with John Abercrombie in, in Georgetown one time. Really? And I got to hang out with, yeah, interesting people. Yeah, they made some records for ECM. Yeah, yeah that was at that day. time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then on Tuesday night... Uh, in the tradition of, you know, we presented Roy Ayers last year. We yeah. like to do some crossover, some interesting music, and we're presenting Lisa Fisher and Grand Patton. Uh-huh. You know, she was in the film, of course, that celebrated her work with the Rolling Stones, 20 Feet from Stardom. And right. She's a real force of nature, so we're really happy to have her. And to hear a memory, and I've asked her more than once who's going to be in her trio, and yeah. she says, well, it's going to be a surprise, so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, and I bet you Jared Lawson's one of them. <laughs> well, I've, I've asked, and she said it's going to be a surprise. So okay. <laughs> she's right now. She's on the road in Europe. Boy, she's really, really six week tour in Europe right Man. now. Yeah, Whew. she's really working it. Uh, same night. Speaking about mm-hmm. Eddie Jefferson, Alan Harris. And Alan mm-hmm. Harris, we had him here a couple years ago with Mel Brown. September twenty third on John Coltrane's birthday in sixteen to kind of kick off the season of um, honoring John Coltrane where he did the Billy Eckstein, yeah. you know, Johnny Hartman right. kind of music. Right. So we're bringing Alan back because Alan has just finished recording a tribute to Eddie Jefferson. Ah. And I called up Richie Cole, who mm-hmm. played with Eddie, yeah. and he was part of his band, and they were very tight. If he could come out and be a special guest, you know, uh-huh. he made those alto madness. He had his oh name. yeah, so yeah, yeah. So Richie's on the bill. He's never played at the festival before. He's a native of Trenton, but he currently lives mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. Uh huh. And then we move into the 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 midweek shows. And one of the bands has the maybe the best name in all of jazz. Yes. <laughs> oh, mostly other people do the killing. Yes. Yes, I like them. <laughs> I, I like as it you too. might expect, <laughs> and and this is going to be a convergence of the their rhythm section and local players. Really? Yeah, a number of local players, Farnell uh, Newton among uh-huh. them. So uh-huh. it's a septet uh-huh. of three core members and four Portlanders. Wow! Do you know who the other other Portlanders are? Or, you know, uh, go to the website. Okay, it's there at the website. <laughs> All right, that'll get people you know more familiar with what we're doing. And so, the same night. An evening of with Abdullah Ibrahim and Ikaya, right? Yeah. A South African yeah. legend, formerly yeah. known as Dollar Brand. Right. right. Now, is is he is does he still live in South Africa or is he living in the United States? You know? He lives in South Africa. Uh-huh. I mean, he spent many years in New York. I know. You know, he lived yeah. in the Chelsea Hotel. Actually, is that right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 
But he lives, from what I understand, in uh, South Africa. This is a band that I used to see all the time in New York when I lived there in the 80s. He played about every three months at Sweet Basil. Yeah. A fabulous yeah. band. They made a run of records on Inja Records, a I, German company. Uh, yeah. Great, great records. I, yeah. This is one of those special shows on the festival yeah. that people really need to come and check out. Absolutely. He's a living legend. Speaking of special shows, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the following night, Carrington is Terry Lynn. Yep. Coltrane is Robbie. Uh-huh. And Spalding, of course, is our own Esperanza Spalding. Yeah. Now, this, this is um, sadly the occasion is to honor one of, their, um, one of their close friends and colleagues, Jerry Allen, who passed mm-hmm. suddenly this past summer. Mm-hmm. Jerry Allen was here a few times. We were the first organization outside of New York and Boston to present ACS uh-huh. about four years ago Yeah, with Jerry, Terry, and Esperanza. And we had this trio booked, I think, last April. And then two months later, we found out that, that Jerry passed. So I asked Esperanza and Terry Lynn if we can do a special concert in her honor. Of course, they agreed, and they felt that Ravi would be the best choice here to mm-hmm. fill that role. Mm-hmm. And I asked Daryl Grant if he would do a piano introduction in Jerry's honor. He uh-huh. was very close with Jerry. Uh-huh. So that's, that's a special for Portland-only concert. You're not going to hear that in San Francisco or right. Seattle right. or New York. Yeah. So we hope that people will come and, and check that out. Esperanza's been on the festival three times, yeah. but it's been a few years. She was part of the spring quartet with Jack DeJeanette, yep. of course, ACS, and she uh, played with her own ensemble as well, and then she played here. Sitting in a big, beautiful chair on stage. Yes. With a table with a, with a rose next to her. That's right. <laughs> I think the first year she played on the festival was in the winning stat in 2008. Uh-huh. Just uh-huh. after she left uh, yeah. to, to yeah. move to the East Coast. <laughs> and the rest is history, as they say. Uh, George Colligan, who's played uh, on a number of programs for us off-season um, in doing tributes to everybody from Andrew Hill to Herbie Hancock sure. and Coy Tyner and Horace Silver. He's played in Buster Williams' band on that remarkable double bill when we introduced Cecile McLaurin-Salvant a few yep. years ago. So George has this wonderful trio that's touring with Buster Williams and Lenny White. And then <laughs> Ethan Iverson, right? Ethan, who just left the Bad Plus yeah. after all these years. He's yeah. gonna, he happens to be in Portland working on a theater piece. Uh-huh. And we asked him if he would participate and play solo piano to open the show. Wow. So that's going to be interesting. Whew, man. <laughs> and so we're, we're not quite into the home stretch, but we're getting there. Getting there, yeah. And then we move to Friday night. Marcus Roberts, he's never mm-hmm. played the festival. We've tried mm-hmm. off and on for a number of years to have him, and it finally worked. And uh, Russell Malone, I mean, Diana Krall's former music director. Right. He's played right. with so many great musicians. He was part of Bobby Hutcherson's last group, mm-hmm. and we could go on and on. And Russell is somebody who we've also been trying to have. So we're really happy that uh, we were able to pair them together. At That's another twofer. That's another twofer. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then on the same night, this is Friday, mm-hmm. February 23rd. This is an ensemble called Under the Lake. And mm-hmm. 
once again, if you want to know who's part of this, go to the website. Yeah. All the Portland musicians are listed. There's about 10 or 11 of them. Yeah. And it's going to be a tribute to the Jazz Crusaders and the Crusaders. Uh-huh. So the show will be in two parts. Yeah. Primarily, it'll be all acoustic, the first half, right. beginning with their the Freedom Sound, Young Rabbits, yep. and then a break, and then they're going to have um, a vocalist and a, a, some wonderful musicians, and they're going to do more of the funky, electric, kind of R&B-oriented right. ja- uh, Crusaders material. Yeah. And that, that speaks to what we were talking about earlier, about doing local artists doing tribute shows that yeah. we, we've yeah. done throughout the years. Um, and then we move to Dr. Lonnie Smith. The one and a, only. He's an NEA jazz master. He's played here over the years, primarily at Jimmy Max. Mostly, yeah. Mostly, yeah. yeah. He played Jimmy Max usually about once a year, right? I believe so. Twice. And he, he's never played on the festival, and we mm-hmm. wanted to present him in a, in a nice hall outside mm-hmm. of the club experience. Mm-hmm. So he's going to perform at the Winning Stad That's Theater. a great venue for him. It is a great venue. It really is. It's intimate enough and... and uh, Yes. And then we move to Saturday night, February 24th, this Miles Electric Band. Uh, You know, this is that period in Miles' career that, you know, you were either kind of on or off the bus. Right. After he he had had the long layoff. Yes. Yeah. 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 Although it can be looked at as kind of before and after in terms of the amalgam of players because the electric, you know, his electric fusion really started... you know, Bitches Brew in a Yo, silent yeah. way, 69, yeah, yeah. 70. Mm-hmm. He went into his hiatus period in 75. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, we're looking at players who were kind of on both sides of, of those periods. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Vince Wilburn, who's noted, that's Miles' nephew. Aha. Uh-huh. So he's the one, the driving force, who's put this together. And this, this project, it's not new. They've played in Europe. They've played in Canada. Not a lot of activity in, in the United States. Yeah. This is why I'm glad you're here, because people just looking at the schedule are not, most of them are not going to know that Vince Wilburn is related to Miles Davis. Yeah. You know? That's true. Yeah. And Miles, you know, Miles was married to Cicely Tyson. I'm sure a lot of people knew that. Yes. And and Betty Davis. Right. (laughs) Francis. Dancer. It was nobody like Betty Davis. Nobody. (laughs) Nobody. And Daryl Jones is playing bass from uh-huh. Sting and the Rolling Stones. Yeah, right? yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, then uh, Devin Phillips, who, boy, what can you say? I mean, yeah. he's really, yeah. you know, the top shelf player in town. Mm-hmm. And this program, Like Sunny, now that, that can be construed a couple of different ways. Uh-huh. There was an album by John Coltrane called Like Sunny, uh-huh. which is a homage to Sonny. But we're going to present Devin with a trio. So really the program is going to celebrate both John Coltrane and Sonny Rollins. Gotcha. And that's what that's gotcha. about. Okay. With the incomparable Domo Branch on drums. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, as wow. part of that trio. Nice. And then we move to uh, another partnership soul show was sold out with Snarky Puppy, mm-hmm. who play the Roseland Theater, which yeah. I'm sure will be packed and mobbed and Absolutely. standing room. No question. And then Charles Tolliver, a new music Charles Corporate. Tolliver. How about that? That Strata name East jumped Records. right out at me because I was, I, I was on the Strata East mailing list. 
Oak, one of Back the few, then, huh? yeah. yeah. Lucky man. Had tons of Strata East. Was a, uh, absolutely. Matter of fact, if, if I do a, a jazz conversation this, this year, that's who I want to do it with. Okay. <laughs> Glass bead games. I mean, think about the great records on that label. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, absolutely. Stra- <laughs> I mean, I, I would get a... I'd, I'd see Strata East on the, on, the, on the envelope. I went, oh, shit. <laughs> let's, let's drop everything and see what's here. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he co-founded that label with the pianist yeah. Stanley Cowell. Stanley Cowell. Who played in the old church for us last September. I'm a huge Stanley Cowell fan from, from back then and still, of course. And he, right. told me, he told me about a, a, a gig he played uh, with Sun Ra at one time at Central Park. Oh. And there was a perfect crescent and star in the sky. And it was like one of his most vivid memories, you know. <laughs> Sun Ra. I got a quick Sun Ra story, All if right. I may. So I saw Sun Ra back in the 80s at the bottom line in New York uh-huh. doing a tribute to, to uh, Fletcher Henderson. But they didn't oh, do any yeah. of Fletcher's music. <laughs> <laughs> so I was backstage and I was hanging out with the owner, Alan Pepper. Uh-huh. And he big Sun Ra fan. He used to have a club in the East Village before the bottom line where he would put Sun Ra on and he says, yeah. man, he said, you know, one time a, uh, a member of the Musicians Union 802 came into the club to see Sun Ra because he wanted to collect dues. Sun Ra, you know, hadn't paid his union dues. <laughs> so he looks at Sun Ra and he says, Mr. Ra, I just want to <laughs> remind you. And Sun Ra looked at him and said, you have no jurisdiction on the planet Saturn. <laughs> oh, I, did a, I did a TV piece on him when he played the famous ballroom in, in Baltimore one time. Okay. And I actually interviewed him, told me he was from outer space. I didn't dispute. <laughs> I did not dispute. Unfortunately, all that video was lost because oh, they used to throw away everything. TV used to throw away everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh. Well, all right. We're almost there. We're almost there. Okay. So now we move into the final day. Yotam Silberstein, Uh a a real wonderkin on guitar. I mean, people haven't heard of him. He lives in New York, but he's part of this diaspora of great Israeli musicians who have come over Uh from the schools in Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. You know, Anat Kohn has been here several times. He's kind of led the charge. Avishai Cohn, her brother, and Avishai Cohn, the bassist, and, yes. many, and many others. I wonder um, how many other Avishai Cohns there are. <laughs> I just came back from Israel, and yeah. I asked that very question, yes. and people... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but Yotam is going to be here uh-huh. with Trio Subtonic and Dan Bomber, and That's they me. were on yeah. the double bill with Julian Lodge a few years ago yeah. at Lewis and Clark, yeah. and they're a real fan favorite, so yep. and that's at Mississippi yep. Studios. Yep. So we're going to close with a bang. Once again, a double header, mm-hmm. a twofer here. Mm-hmm. Domo Branch. I mean, that's a name who Portlanders are going to say 10 years ago, I remember when yeah. I saw him yeah. before he left Portland. Yeah. And we yeah. want to make sure that we really do the right thing and give him this kind of setting uh-huh. where people can really see his artistry and prowess as this young drummer phenom. So I asked him, I said, Domo, who is it? Who do you really come from? Where does the DNA come from? And he said, boo, Art Blakey. So mm. hence the name of his, of his program, Domo's Delight. Mm-hmm. So they're going to play some Art Blakey material. And that will lead into the special collective Jazz by Five organized by our good friend Javon Jackson. Uh-huh. who has been here in the past. He organized sure. that great Art Blakey tribute. 
he was here with Jimmy Heath a couple years ago. So we've we have not had Randy Brecker, Joanne Burkeen, or Eddie Gomez here before. So we're really excited about that. And Javon was here with yeah. Jimmy Cobb when they did the tribute to Coltrane. Yeah. So that's our close. And then as a, also throughout the festival, our classic piano series Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. we don't just feature pianists any longer like uh, for example we had brandy younger a couple years ago do the harp recital Uh we're gonna have charnett moffat doing a solo bass recital Uh charles gale who people just primarily know him as a saxophonist yeah happens to be a very accomplished pianist amazing and then i love the fact that Rachel Flowers is coming, who is going to blow people away. She's a flout. Mm-hmm. She's a blind pianist. She's blind. Yeah. But she's a flautist, huh. pianist, multi-instrumentalist. Wow. Lives in Southern California. Mm-hmm. So this will be her debut. And then we close with Dan Gaynor and Gordon Lee. We always like to have a Portlander on it, but yeah. we decided that we're going to put two pianos on stage. And they're going to duet? And they're going to duet. Wow. Yeah. So that's the close. What do you think? 35 shows. Pretty mind-blowing. In 11 days. Pretty mind-blowing. Pretty, pretty mind-blowing. You need to go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, thank you so much. I think this is invaluable. Anybody who's interested in, in, in the jazz festival at all, uh, I'm sure will listen to every, every minute of this uh, because uh, you're the expert. Tom, thank you. And as you know, before we close, you and I work together on the jazz conversations yep. that we'll do at the Art Bar once yep. again. Yep, I'm right. happy to do that. Great. Always love to do that. They're very valuable. They're very valuable documents. And I know that uh, you don't have it set up yet. Cause, you know, cause it's a work it's, in progress. It's too early. It's, it's, just, too early. it's just too early. I don't have yeah. the flight information yet. I know. <laughs> We'll keep well, you posted. We'll be happy to podcast every one of the jazz conversations. I'm always happy to MC and, and to do one. And if we can get um, if, 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 if we can get uh, Charles Tolliver, I would like I'd love to do Charles Tolliver. You got it. <laughs> All right, Noted. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Tom. 